All right. Welcome back. Today is Monday, May. Oh, I always forget what day it is. May 18th. And uh, <laughs> we're back for another Outside In Music Happy Hour. We have uh, some of our artists and some other folks to talk about social media tonight. And uh, we're kind of taking a break from our usual kind of overview type chatting sessions to kind of try to dig in a little deeper and maybe offer some insight for people or just opinions about uh, different things. And so tonight we're going to talk about social media and how you can use it or not use it to either uh, promote your releases or your career and just different things like that. But before we go any further, I want everyone to get a chance to introduce themselves. So why don't you let us know who you are, where you are, and uh, any other anything else you want to add after that. So let's start with some people that are new uh, tonight. So Austin, why don't you uh, kick us off? Yeah, what's up, everybody? My name is Austin Kruchek. I am the social media manager, creator, all of that stuff for Jazz Lesson Videos and Chad LB. So I've been on his team for about two years now, and we kind of started Jazz Lesson Videos, um, you know, as a team, and that's been going strong for about a year. And yeah, I'm outside of Philadelphia. I got out of New York um, late March, like the last day that you could leave pretty much leave new york so i'm outside of philadelphia right now nice and alexa hi everybody uh i'm alexa tarantino i'm a saxophonist in new york um an educator and happy to be here friend of nick's and yeah looking forward i'm still in the city hanging in harlem and um just toughing it out nice uh how about uh, augie Hey everyone, uh, I'm Augie Haas, I'm trumpet player in the city, uh, still in the city, uh, topping it out, excited to be here, uh, good friend of Nick, and uh, yeah, looking forward. Great, and how about Danny? Hey everybody, I'm Danny Janklo, I'm a saxophone player, um, I'm based in Los Angeles, and uh, that's cur- I'm currently actually in Irvine at my parents' place. But uh, I live in Los Angeles, and just a huge shout-out to Nick for making this all happen. Um, I was happy to join him on uh, one of these, I think a week ago or two weeks ago. I can't keep track of time. Uh, but uh, I've been involved with the label uh, for a couple of my releases uh, in the last few years. So thanks, Nick. Yeah, of course. Glad to have you. And how about Peter? Peter. Yeah, can you see me? Yes, sir. Cool. Yeah, um, here in New York City, as you can hear from the cheering going on at seven o'clock. Um, yeah, uh, I've I've been in New York this whole time. Uh, you know, this interesting time, and it's been cool to see it. Um, you know, evolve. Luckily, I think you know things are starting to reopen pretty soon. But it seems like New York's going to be one of the last ones um, to kind of open up. Um, but yeah, happy to be on this call and. Uh, uh, I, I like this, this this blurring of the background. It's a cool uh, little feature of Skype, so it's going to give this call kind of a, a unique look. I like it. Happy <laughs> <laughs> hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't tell if I'm drunk or if the backgrounds are blurred. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's kind of just jump right in. I don't know um, who – feel free to jump in whenever you feel inspired. I'm not going to just, like, call on everyone this whole time. But um, – if you're watching and you have any questions for any of these fine people, fine artists, then please do drop one in and we'll get it and I'll be able to send it to the 
the panel here to be all official. But uh, so how do you guys see social media in relationship to putting out releases in terms of your career? Like, how do you do you think it's annoying? Is it a great tool? Is it somewhere in the middle? Who wants to uh, offer some opinions about I'll, this? I'll start out. I'll start out because you missed me in the intro. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, it's it's all good. Yeah, I was uh, silently sneakily hiding in the corner <laughs> uh, in, in cyberspace, so to say. Um, but no, my name is Will Anderson. I'm also in New York City. I've been knowing Nick for several years, and um, <clears throat> my brother and I uh, have a new release out uh, this month. So we're really excited about that and really appreciative for everything Nick is doing to, to bring the community together, and it's really awesome, um, including these cool chats, which – um, I think this is the maybe the fourth one I've done, um, but this should be fun to kind of focus on a topic because obviously, for anyone nowadays, um, in music or outside of music, you know the internet and social media is becoming increasingly. Or outside in music. Oh, did I say it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> no, you you were saying something else, but I'm I'm a I great plugged, I'm a great spokesman for the label. I'm saying the name wrong. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I think I think it's with it's without a doubt, um, you know, uh, that social media is being becoming increasingly kind of dominant in in um, in the sphere of uh, promotion and business and personal interaction. So um, I think it's it would behoove any kind of business person or, or artist to to start to hone their skills a little bit. Um, I'm, I definitely do not think it will replace, um, say, live performance um, completely ever. I think there's something very special about live performance that uh, people are really drawn to. Um, so I don't think that will ever go away. But you know, social media can help promote kind of artistic endeavors and uh, kind of get people interested in a variety of things and kind of help group people together. Um, so I'd say, you know, when I started in, in, in college at Juilliard with Nick, um, social media, Facebook had like just started, uh, when I got there. And so, so a lot has changed, but, um, I think in addition to social media, I think, uh, video and YouTube has become, becoming increasingly, prevalent so um mainly I'm, I'm here to learn because i think a lot of you are more uh experts at this kind of stuff so i'm interested to hear other people's advice yeah i think everybody kind of hear a lot of or have a lot of different approaches i'd love to hear um from austin kind of what your approach is because i know you're managing a lot of social media stuff at, at the moment. So I'd love to hear from your guys' perspective. I know you and Chad and you, everything you guys are up to, kind of how you view it and, and how you're approaching staying on top of it. Yeah, so um, basically Chad's, I think when I took over kind of creating content for Chad's Instagram, I think um, that was like the first place that we started. And I think he was around 30,000 followers. So now I think he's over 80,000 and Jazz Lesson Videos, we actually started, um, and I completely managed that page. Um, we started that in March when Jazz Lesson Videos launched last year. So 
<clears throat> in just over a year here, we've gotten to over a hundred thousand followers. And what I've seen with that, that's, I mean, that's mainly like just trying to drive people to the jazz lesson videos page. So, I mean, that's like essentially a business, but I think a business and a, an artist page are a little bit different. Um, but I can give you guys, I have some, you know, like a daily schedule kind of, of what I've, I used to kind of, you know, just organize everything and, and try to keep the feed different and, you know, appealing to a lot of different people. And I mean, a lot of artists, like I've checked out everybody's, um, social media pages here, you know, before we started today and Nick and Danny and Alexa and like everybody is definitely doing some of these things, but I just wanted to bring some of, you know, the, this like strategy behind what I've been doing, um, to the conversation and see how you guys um, feel about that. And also if it's something that you guys might want to use or might not want to use just because it's, you know, maybe not the right thing for an artist page, but I can go into some, like my, my schedule for seven things. And these are just some ideas that an artist can use on their page. So, you know, everybody seems to have high quality photos. So, you know, a high quality photo, basically your caption there is just going to be the most important thing. Like, of course, everybody loves seeing the photo. Um, but I think where you can really bring value to your audience is through the caption. And I know, you know, you guys are just really trying to drive um, audience interaction. And that's like the main point of a social media page is to throw ideas out there, have interaction with your audience. And, you know, definitely get some people to shows that's a huge thing and i think this is like a catalyst for getting people to shows so that's one idea a simple graphic you can like reuse that um that picture and i do some quotes so you can just do like one of your quotes over top of it and you know um is it cool since this is my first time using skype is it cool if i do a screen share to th show you guys some examples sure yeah Go for yeah it. absolutely I think that works. Yeah. So, all right. Can everybody see my screen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. So, here's just an example in Photoshop. And this is just, I love Joshua Redmond. So, I thought this would be a cool post. So, um, I'm not sure if everybody's hip to this, but you know, Instagram has a thing where you want to try to film as much of the screen as possible. So, this is a four by five format where you're gonna be filling as much of a screen for a post as you can. So what I did was basically just take a picture of Joshua Redman, throw like a little red mask over it because his last name is Redman. I thought red would be kind of cool. <laughs> um, and then, you know, what's your favorite Joshua Redman album? And, you know, the Jazz Listen Videos logo on the bottom there. So something like that, I thought, could spark some interest. Like if your favorite... Um, Joshua Redman album is something that the same is the same as, you know, some of your audience, you guys could strike up a conversation about that. You know, you guys have similar opinions. So that's just another idea. Um, there's a technical exercise and I put one of these up today on the jazz lesson videos page. This is literally from one of our products and, uh, an app that I use for this is just called squares square fit. And basically what I'll do is just 
take a screenshot of one of the PDFs of the project and scale it down to this, throw it in square fit, and it creates a, just like a square post that I can post. So I think this is huge for, I know Danny has been doing some stuff with, with a book um, that kind of goes inside out over 251s. So this could be a cool thing, you know, if you guys have a, a book or something like that. Um, I think that's something that looks pretty good and, you know, um, can drive some sales if you guys have products or anything like that. Another thing you can do is playing over a tune just by yourself, just solo. I thought that was a good idea. Um, and I've seen a ton of artists do this. And I mean, now's like the perfect time to, to do that because um, we're all in isolation. Um, you can absolutely reuse old footage that you guys have. So mm -hmm. um, <laughs> like, for instance, I mean, this is a huge thing that you guys can do right now. So this guitar um, post and this big band post, they're both from stuff that we filmed a year ago, and I'm still constantly repurposing these. So I'm like right. recycling through this big band um, step by step. So that'll be probably 20 posts that you can drag out over, you know, two to three months. So you could, you know, and as your audience is, is um, growing, there's likely people um, that haven't seen this. And then just some people, if you haven't posted it in a while, they can, you know, it's just a refresh for them. And you can kind of repurpose this by throwing a different caption in there and, you know, striking up some other type of conversation. Um, there's always long form content. So for instance, this piano post is literally the, the videos that we put in our packages. And um, I've been using this same post for about, uh, like since we started and I still haven't run out. So um, this is a long form piece of content. If you guys have a concert or a talk that you've done or like a masterclass at a um, college, you guys can break that up into small parts and you know repurpose that. And then the last thing I wanted to show you guys is just, you know, something creative that I did for one of Chad's things. And this is literally four videos of him playing Autumn Leaves with like a quartet. This thing got like, I think 15 to 20,000 views. And I mean, it was created in five minutes. So you can use simple apps like Premiere Pro, Photoshop, Lightroom, um, collage for, uh, Pick stitch is a thing where you can create kind of collages like this if you just want an image and square uh, square fit are kind of you know my go tos here. So, so basically, I, you guys uh, do like a seven day schedule and you post once a day every day. I do. I try to post three times a day on jazz lesson videos. I know that can. I mean, I studied a bunch of larger accounts that I really love. One is called Founder that um, they're like a entrepreneurship type of account. They have like over 2 million followers right now. And one thing I noticed is that they post like five to six times a day. And I know that can lead to burnout and um, you can try to automate things as much as possible. But um, for a business type account, I think three is a good time or a good amount of posts per day to kind of like stay in front of your audience. For an artist, maybe one to three could be cool if you have enough content. But I mean, if you guys are producing it all by yourselves, that could seriously take away from, you know, why you guys play music in the first place. So 
I think that's an important thing to to keep in mind as well. And, you know, I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on that. Like, how much time do you guys personally have um, time to put stuff up on your social media? Like, YouTube can take a long time to put stuff up on. Instagram, like, it all takes a lot of time. Um, So as much as you can streamline as possible and break down large forms of content into smaller pieces, I think the better and the more... Um, content you'll have for a long period of time where you don't have to, you know, constantly kind of be thinking like, what am I going to post today? What am I going to do? How am I going to keep up? And, you know, every 30 days, I think I have to take like one to two days off, just like shut it down. Mm -hmm. And I keep my, um, I keep it to no more than 30 minutes. So I have a limit for Instagram set just because it does lead to burnout. So that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, so it's great. Go I, ahead. I have a question in related yeah. to all that. Uh, so, like, where do you find that social media is in terms of like a currency of like not not necessarily from like book or promotional, but like actual live gigs maybe, and like for an individual, you know, like I think what's maybe helped Nick spark this conversation. I was like, dude, like I'm exhausted looking at your social media. Like right. just looking at people post that much exhausts me because I'm like, I'll never have time to do this. Like I have to practice the trumpet. Like I have to do like 10 million things. Like, like, like it's extremely overwhelming. I think for a normal person, they might feel pretty similar. I um, 100% agree with that. Honestly. Um, I think it's just how much, depending on how much you want to be in front of your audience, I think if you're viewing it from, yeah, right now you're taking the viewer standpoint and musician musician to musician, I think, yeah, we all don't want to be seeing everybody's uh, face, you know, three times a day. But think about um, the target audience. Like, the target audience probably isn't another musician. I mean, it could be, but it's probably a fan that you're trying to target or exactly. a student. And I think that's... Yeah, that's where the balance comes in. And it's it's like, is it worth, you know, getting a little discomfort from your peers or is it worth, you know, trying to build that audience so that you can potentially convert some of them to live show attendees, which is, you know, where you guys kind of make um, your money performing it just yeah. just through that one revenue source. Sure. my, I guess my question is more not so much what you touched on there, but like... Um, like, yeah, I don't really, like, I think we've reached a point, okay, this is what I'm, I think we've reached a point where people don't care so much that it's getting more and more annoying. Like, oh, like, it used to be posting once a day was enough. Now it's like you say you have to post three, and now that business is posting six. It's like, where is that going to end? Because, like, individuals can't keep up, and, like, personally, I don't want to keep up. Like, okay, you can have your things, and because, no, it's, it's just too, like, the quality of life you lose based on trying to stay ahead of something like, is it worth it? Yeah. I, I mean, that's why I cut, I set limits and, and caps just because I feel like it's not worth it mentally or health wise to pursue any more than that because I've experienced burnout, you know, like, you know, we all have more projects than just social media happening. I'm sure everybody here has like, at least five projects in there, you know, written down that they're constantly working on. And social media is just like one of those things that we have to 
you know, try to keep up with. And yeah, I don't think it's really worth keeping up with those large companies. I mean, those large companies have, you know, whole teams that they pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to create this stuff. So like right. you as an independent artist trying to keep up with that, I, I just think that's probably just insane. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't even put those into in the same category. So I yeah, think, there, yeah. 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 J- just to chime in, um, Austin kind of to respond to what August was saying. I think maybe one of the things why w- what you're doing is, is effective and why you're, um, having success with it is it seems like that you, you like plan out all your posts and I, I mean, I'm just guessing that you you kind of cram a lot of planning planning in together. I don't think you're spending what like ten hours a day. I think you're kind of doing it smart so that you plan it out, and then it, um, like you said, like you're reusing content so that it doesn't like overwhelm your schedule. Uh, so, um, j- just to like respond to to August, I think like what Austin is doing by being like methodical about it can kind of make it a little bit more manageable. Sure. Definitely. And yeah, I try to not think about it whatsoever. I try to think, all right, it's 11 o'clock. I always take a break for coffee. It's three o'clock. You know, I always just take a break to, you know, go for a walk or something because I've been working all day. And then like right after dinner, I'll post. And that's like, but I'll have those three things um, already mapped out and planned and am i still on screen share here <laughs> no no okay um <laughs> no just because i wanted to show you guys something else um so this is you know i started like a youtube channel and this is just something that you guys can use youtube is one you know one part of social media but what's you your know, youtube channel called it's literally just my name, and I've just been focusing on um, just some editing, like video editing things for um, some of the big band stuff I've been doing. So my next video, this is just an example of how you guys can keep your social media organized if you want to pursue this this avenue. And you know, on Thursday, I have a video that I haven't filmed yet, but I do want to... Um, kind of have out on Thursday. So 521 is my date to have that out. My idea is social media premiere pro templates for Instagram and, you know, vertical video stuff. So I'm going to be giving away free templates and just kind of like going through that. I have just a checklist here. Did I film it? Did I complete it? And then mm-hmm. notes afterwards, I'll go, you know, what what could I have done better on that one so that I can apply that to future videos? And here's just an ideas list here um you know i'm doing a new series where i'm going to be rebuilding uh tunes from like first musical idea to final um complete song so that's called song story so i'm trying to plan that out right now and see where i want those to be placed so that's pretty much um how i go about it and that's just one thing that i can do specifically for youtube but you guys can do this if you want on instagram so that you can basically plan out all of your posts like in one hour on Sunday evening. And then mm-hmm. you don't need to think about it for the rest of the week to, um, you know, focus more on the projects that you do want to be focusing on, on instead of, you know, thinking, what am I going to post that this day? What am I going to post tomorrow? Like it's already 
set, and then you can keep up with those other people that are posting if you want to. Right. I mean, so to answer Augie's question from like my perspective, when you've said that to me, when we were chatting about that, it was, yeah, that's exactly what I do. And I, uh, that's the only way I can keep up is to have it all planned out in advance. Otherwise I'd be thinking Mm. about it all the time. So I just have a folder and I also have an assistant who cuts stuff up for me and puts it in a folder. And then I just go to say, Oh, that one says today, five twenty whatever, 518. So that's what I'm going to post today. And so I don't have to really think too much about it. But Mm -hmm. uh, I know um, Danny has been super, super active as long as I've known him on Instagram in particular. But um, so how do you handle all that? It seems like you're doing so many live streams, Danny, and like, I don't know, just everything. So what's your what's your flow? It's all just to me. To me, it's all just an improvisation. It's just one free, free flow improvisation. Um, because to me, like if I, if I try to be like organized, like, like August and I, and I, I do admire that so much. Uh, was that August? Correct? That was no, Austin. you say Augie, but Austin, I'm sorry. Augie, but Austin, Austin, I'm sorry, Austin names confused. Yeah. Sorry about that. Very similar names. Um, I do admire your, 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 um, ability to keep it all organized to me. I just, uh, you know, I'm constantly like, just like, you know, just like interacting like i do a lot of business on my phone like like i'm i'm you know you know not to not to get too much into non-social media things but Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm doing a lot of different business endeavors with a lot of different companies and um so i'm like doing a lot of business already like emails and stuff like that so for me instagram is just something that i'm just like all right i'll open it check it create a video post something old like like austin does or just or post something new and create new content like on the spot or or I'll have like a bunch of things that I'll have done over the course of like last week that I haven't posted and I'm just I'll just figure out how to how to post them you know and um for me it's just like one free free flow um journey you know and um you know I think by keeping it like fresh and keeping it like just sort of just like whenever I want to do it that's how I don't burn out because it's just something like, oh, I'm responding to, you know, a DM from a student or a prospect, a possible student. Okay, well, maybe I'll check this and maybe I'll make a post and then boom, I put my phone down and do something else, you know. Um, but that's that's worked for me. So it's a different approach, you know. I mean, um, I'm approaching, well, I'm already over 20,000 followers on Instagram. But on, on Facebook, I have like another six or 16 or 17,000. Uh, you know, it's like, and I don't see the same action on each thing, you know, like Facebook artist pages don't really like, that's not really that, that active, you know? So I, I still post to it, but I don't expect anything, you know, with, with Instagram, at least I, I get responses like pretty instantaneously. So it's like, it's like most of my students and most of my, my marketing is geared towards Instagram. Um, what does help is that I, I actually have marketing in my blood. So my my parents had a marketing and licensing mergers and acquisition company for many years so i i actually didn't have musicians in my family but i was the oddball out that wanted to play music and so i i actually was in a marketing office for many years of my life learning the ins and outs so for me this shit it it, it's not very different for me than anything i've ever known it's like breathing or or uh swimming at this point um because I've grown up around with people that have this kind of understanding of how to market and how to make, make things, you know, licensable. 
Um, and at this point, uh, you know, to answer the, the overall question of, of is social me- media good or is it bad? Like, you know, to me, to be honest, it doesn't matter about social media, media at all. I'd still be doing the same exact thing in the real world if I could today. And I still do it when, you know, COVID is not, you know, on the streets. Um, I'm the same exact person, regardless of the of whether I'm in front of a screen or in front of a live stream or not. I'm always interacting with with students. I'm always I'm, my heart is really in in not only being an artist, but also being an activist and an educator uh, and and I and somebody that wants to challenge my audience to grow and to learn and to question things and not only to do that, but to be included in what I do. You know, so not only to just like think on their own, but also to bring them into what I'm doing. So for me, as Nick has been doing, you know, I've been creating some music challenges today. uh, I released some winners um, and instead of doing like three winners, you know, first place, second place, third place for this Gemini vibe shreds challenge that I did a couple months ago. um, I did 12 winners because there were so many goddamn contestants that I couldn't pick them. So I just wanted to give more people a chance to be to be included and i thought that they all played their asses off of and they all deserved a chance to shine and you know what i made 12 people's days today and it didn't cost me anything more than it would have to acknowledge three people except that now more people can attend my master class that i'm having on saturday you know and then more people can you know have my music that i'm giving to them for free and more people can just be happy and honestly like my whole outlook on social media it doesn't matter about the social media it matters about the person creating the content. It matters about the person putting out the message. You know, whether that's, you know, creating great jazz lesson videos over two five ones, that's dope. Whether it's doing, you know, more the artist thing and putting out your records and doing that, or it can just be a combination of all those things because that's what I am. I honestly feel that I, I, I combine educational elements, I combine artist elements, I combine all my you know, all we all have different um you know, side, side men, side women projects, you know, so I share a lot of that stuff to give shout outs to, you know, my people. And, you know, if I post five, six times a day, I have the content for it. And I'm always constantly able to, to, to maintain and to create content. And I'm not even really working that hard to do it. Um, it just, I just consider it uh, practice and business meet in on my phone. You know what I mean? I'm practicing being an educator every time I answer a question. I'm practicing being a business person every time I answer an email. And I'm practicing being an entrepreneur every time I answer a DM on Instagram. You know, And it's just wearing different hats. And I have the personality to be able to pull it off. I understand that not everybody does. Um, so you know, the thing that I would say to people from my perspective is that you have to find a way to make this experience authentic to you and authentic to your audience. Because truly, nobody gives a shit about following somebody that isn't authentic to a message that they believe in. Because that, that's for the birds, you know what I mean? They want to, they, they really, they, they want to they see pictures of cats and, kit, and cute kittens and dogs and, and naked women if you're a pervy guy, you know what I mean? Like, social media isn't a place usually. No, I'm serious though, right? So social media isn't really a place that people are conditioned to like being challenged and being provoked and being engaged. And so I've just used it to do what I want. 
I want to provoke people. I want to challenge people. I sure. want to. Cha- I want to. I want to give people things to think about. I want to give people things to learn. You, I want to give people things to grow. I want to. Pro- I want to prod my audience. So I just do it the way I want to. Yeah. If people don't no, agree good. with me, and they and they. If people don't want to agree with me on certain things, and they and they just and they unfollow me, that's okay with me. I realize that not everybody wants to follow me all the time and 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 if you come around again i'm always here you know i just i i don't really have fear when it comes to putting out content on online you know if it makes me look goofy i'm glad because then some people that that want to see me goof off um you know have a chance for me to to have a chance to see me you know a different part of me you know what i mean and i think we're selling different parts of ourselves every time we make a post i think that's what we do is we is we give our audience a little more clue into who we are and they'll never know because it's impossible to show them but you can show them as much as you want or as little as you want and um i think that's what's so cool about it uh for me i'm a pretty open open open-hearted person and i show people who i am most of the time um but uh but i understand that most people uh can't operate like that you know what i mean i totally get it i I get to see i get why people would be secret secret you know, for me, I'm super glad to like have, you know, live streams, you know, um, I've got more organized about live streams over the course of the quarantine. Um, and now I'm pretty much limited to whenever I want to go live for charity. You know, I, I, I want to shout out to Alexa who hasn't talked much, but I'm, I'm going to hope I'm going to hand it over in a second to her. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but she, but she's been, you know, doing some great things for charity work and, and with Stephen Feifke. Um, with their live stream concerts, and that's a lot. A lot of, a lot of my focus lately has been on charity work uh, uh, and and raising awareness, selling music on on my my Bandcamp for charity, doing live streams that go straight to feeding America and music cares and funds that really help people. Um, so that's sort of my mission with social media now, and also working on um, a new, very new project where I'm going to be an artistic director of uh, the Miracle Theater in Inglewood. Um, so I'm developing a six part podcast that I'm mo- mostly focused on that right now uh, and developing that brand and that content. Um, and uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. You know, like you, you do it when you need it. And then when you get busy with other shit, you don't have time for it anymore. You know, but when you but when you did have time for it, you're glad you put in that work so that you have people to market something to. Because if you don't have an audience, you know what do you got these days? You know, I mean, you got, you got your wall, you got your family, you got your dog, you know, but you, so yeah, I'm, I'm under the, yeah. I'm under the, uh, the perspective that you have a lot. Like, I think we're putting way too much in this and we're driving people to their phones to do what? Just so they look at a screen. Like that's not real life. And I think we're going to eventually hit a serious problem with this. And I don't think anybody realizes it. I mean, does nobody feel the same way? And maybe I'm just old. Well, I definitely no, I, know this person in this room. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I uh, just to chime in on what you said, I do agree. I think sometimes um, sometimes we can put too much emphasis on um, social media. And it, and it just, what you said reminded me when we were listening um, to Austin a second ago, in regards to like, you know, being glued to our phones and posting every hour and this and that. You know, it's it's interesting to think about because there's a lot of people on social media, Instagram, Twitter, who are really successful and post very infrequently. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, sure. Like, um, you know, um, 
on YouTube, you, you can post one video and get a million views and get, totally. and get you know, 10,000 followers. So can you give me an example of one of those people, though? Can you oh, think yeah. of one person off the top of your head? Oh, sure, yeah. Well, actually, one of my buddies, um, uh, he went to school with me and Nick. His name's Kyle Thade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's very not social media um, uh, savvy. Uh, and he, he posted one video of his big band and it got like 1.5 million views and he got 11,000 followers basically from that one video. So, and, and then, you know, like someone like Jacob Collier, Mm -hmm. he doesn't post very much content, but when he posts a video, it's like really high quality, you know, it's 10 minutes long. So I think well don't you think that makes it special then because it's so infrequent like you're waiting for that like yes. you're, you're craving it yeah, you know so, what I mean as so opposed to just being constantly bombarded yeah, there's the, just the, the only reason I bring this up is because I think you know another strategy it would be to post more infrequently or less content but when you do it's like really top-notch um, so you know, there's not there's not a right or wrong, but I just thought I'd bring that to the table a little bit, you know. Yeah, I, I had one more quick. So I've been noticing like what people are posting. Obviously, we have a little more time on our hands with quarantine, and you know, no live gigs. Like, you know, everyone's at an equal level playing field here now. Like, nobody's nobody right now. Like, it doesn't matter if you're like the biggest jazz star or like you know. Uh, freshman in college trying to make it and like i've just noticed that like so many posts on social media just seem so self-serving just to get those followers and mm. i would love people's uh you know thoughts on that like you know there's a guy who's posting every time about the seven o'clock clap in new york and is he posting because he actually cares about those workers or is he posting because he wants people to know he cares about those workers you know what i mean and there's a huge I mean, it's a fine we'll, line. We'll, we'll never know. We'll, we'll never know the psyche behind why do why anybody no, does anything I think we, ever. But I think we even do. Even in the virtual that's world, that's my point. I think. No, I think we don't. You know. We can't. But we—that's the thing. We can't make assumptions that we know anybody's reasoning for doing anything. And that's why I think it. That's why I think I'm not. I don't give a fuck about social media. I I do what I want on social media because truly. It doesn't matter. Like but somebody I, could I think reimagine fuck, the reason why I post anything. You know, but I'm saying I, I guess what I'm saying is it's all about a matter of perception. Your perception is that you think that you know why that guy posts. But his perception is that maybe he really fucking wants to celebrate the people working. You know what I mean? Maybe that's just the, his way of using his social media is sure. to help think, is to help. I think raise you can awareness. see patterns, though. I think you can see patterns in the way people do things and you can see you want authenticity. And if you're saying if you don't know what they're thinking, how do you know they're authentic then? You know? Like, I think the, I think the authenticity comes the, the authenticity comes from the person posting the the authenticity that they feel from you. If you don't like this guy, don't follow him anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the truth. Is that like is that like if you're not feeling like his message is authentic enough to you, then maybe you don't want to follow him anymore. Like yeah, I don't think it's thing. a matter like, of like or not Blair like. I think haters. if it's yeah, you know, of course. Everyone everybody has, has people that don't believe their message is authentic enough. You know what I mean? Even Beyonce does. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also, you know, I, like just to that point, it's funny. Like, I, I think we have this um, idea that social media is just is so distant from us. But I, I still feel like, you know, the the person 
you know, their values, their manners, you know, really counts. Like it's, it's, we're, it's still grassroots, you know, like if, if I'm sure if, if a nobody student emailed you, Danny, and you got back and gave him a lengthy response and offered to give him a Skype lesson, totally. like he, he would really value you. And that, like that connection would carry to like Put in that work so that you have people to market something to. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly right. And that's, and I think that that's, that's what this is about is about building a connection that hopefully is a lifetime. You know what I mean? Hopefully these people can come to my shows every time I'm in their country or every time I'm in their town, or maybe they can take lessons with me in person one day. You know, a lot of these people that I've given lessons to on Skype, I've never met them before. And yeah, that's kind of fucking dope, to be honest with you. <laughs> that is kind of fucking dope that I've been able to work with. I now have a new student in Iran. I've never been to Iran before. That's, that's cool, know, man. I mean, I don't even think that they allow people like me that are Jewish, you know, in certain parts of Iran. You know, I, all I'm saying is that it transcends borders in a way that is positive. You know what I mean? So whether whether you have judgments about one person or another, it's actually being used to benefit a lot of people, even if it is behind the scenes or behind the curtains. You know, um, I think a lot of people and now now going to Alexa again, I'm going to try again to pitch this lobby. Um, you know, Alexa, Alexa, Alexa has a serious, you know, social media following as well. And I feel like you're really influencing a culture uh, of young women that are really checking out some serious musicianship. Um, not only women, of course, but there's a lot of girls that probably are really inspired by you and that maybe they don't have a lot of cool, you know, saxophone girls to look up to. And I think that's really fucking dope too, you know, that they can check you out and not just see you on a record like they, like I used to, you know, growing up seeing records, but actually yeah. see your behind the scenes and all the stuff, you know, that you're doing. You know, so maybe Danny. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. Um, hi guys, loving my martini over here. Loving the convo. <laughs> Going great. I support you all. Um, yeah, interesting points all around. I'm gonna throw it in a different direction here and say that um, while I would, I do definitely connect with Instagram the most over over all the platforms. Um, I try to be off of it as much as possible. So I do a similar thing to what Austin was mentioning. And, and um, I've actually learned a lot from Nick just coming up what kind of like in terms of developing my own thing. And he has um, showed me lots of cool, you know, kind of tricks. I, I do have an assistant um, that, that helps. So um, I've been working with her for a while and, and actually was working with somebody that Nick and I were working with together and over the course of these last few years have developed a similar schedule, but not nearly as fleshed out as something um, like Nick's or like what Austin and Chad do. I do maintain an archive of my media, like in Dropbox, I try to throw absolutely everything that I get, whether it's photos, um, articles, like quotes, testimonials, videos, whatever it is, I try to keep it in there. And um, that's what I just try to refer back to for content. And I don't post every day. I don't think, um, there are many days where I don't, I actually don't go on. And I, that was like my main, my main reason for getting an assistant was, was the quality of life and like mental <laughs> stability. Like Augie was mentioning, it's just not, 
just not for me. Um, you know, like I was really into it for a while with all the scrolling and I love seeing all the amazing things that people were doing. But um, I think I spent, a, I had a few moments where I decided to be off of social media for like weeks at a time and it was truly life changing. So I try to recreate that as much as I can. Um, Wouldn't that be a big eye opener? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> just didn't, was, so, it was the quality of life. And oops, am I replaying somewhere? No, you're good. Okay. Um, so I, but I, but at the same time, I do really love engaging with everybody on Instagram. And I, I was always for a long time, like too embarrassed or shy to post videos of myself playing. And then I kind of, you know, started getting into it, just kind of forced myself to do it. And it's kind of those connections that Danny was referencing, like um, perhaps young women or young men um, reaching out and just saying, Hey, I saw you so at, you know, such and such a place, or I heard you on this or, or, you know, how do you do this? How do you, and it's like, you, you know, I often don't think anybody would want to ask me questions and I'm always happy to answer them. And I think it's those, those connections that really make it worthwhile. So I do go on and, and check the DMS. And I mean, as an example, I started doing this show with jazz for jazz Lincoln center a few weeks ago called the well-rounded musician. And it's like a, an entrepreneurial type of show just in terms of, you know, making sure you've got all your stuff together if you're trying to, to build a career in this field. And a young woman tuned in from New Delhi, and so she's made it a part of her morning routine to get up at 5.30 a.m. every Thursday and watch the show. Oh, wow. And so, like, that, that's the stuff that makes it worthwhile for me. And, and like, so, you know, I want to reach out to her and offer her lessons and mentor her and see how I can help. And it's not, you know, obviously not just young women, um, that, you know, that I want to help. But I think just to Danny's point, um, I guess I'm trying to use social media more to foster those connections. Um, not even necessarily in terms of like building them and, and kind of keeping them, you know, as an audience member for a long time, but more just because I feel like I just want to help people. And I want people to see that it's possible to do what we're doing, because I didn't necessarily know that it was possible to do what I wanted to do when I was in fifth, sixth, seventh grade. And now that fifth, sixth, seventh graders have Instagram <laughs> um, and phones, wow. even, um, I want to make sure that they're seeing, you know, hopefully good role models instead of a lot of um, not so good role models that are out there as well. Totally. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, we have to obviously advocate for ourselves, or no one's going to see it. You can be the greatest musician in the world, but if no one knows you are alive, like it doesn't really matter. Right. So I'm all for that. I just want trying to spark the conversation of where's the, the balance. Yeah, I'm with you, Augie. I mean, so I think um, for me, like, for example, I took the whole weekend off of my technology. I actually wrapped my computer up in a scarf and put it away. And my, calendar, your my planner and everything, yeah, like I put it totally away. So and I'm like, and Nick and I talk about this all the time, but I read all, we both of us. I mean, I've gotten a lot of great recommendations from him, but I read all these books about like non tech lifestyles and just techniques for maximizing your time and your efficiency um, and trying not to get so glued and, and sucked into it. So I'm, I'm all about that. I'm a total yeah, nerd. Nice. But at the same time, I do want, I don't want people as the times are changing and as technology is changing so much, I want to try my best to stay at least like bare minimum up to date. So like, I don't, I don't like do individual posts. I don't like post different content on Twitter. I don't post like exclusive YouTube videos I'm still right. working on I'm still working on releasing PDFs. You know, I've got all this stuff and notebooks that I could have probably released on PDFs years ago, but I never did it, you know? 
So I wouldn't even consider myself like on the cutting edge, but I think I can just put myself in the boat of um, trying to release solid, uh, solid content that makes people happy. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But I think I think it's true what Augie's saying, though, that like there is this natural dichotomy that's growing based on more and more content and then more and more people being into the content. And then when they meet the person, like you see it with big influencers, or I'm even just using the word influencers, but people that just are famous for nothing other than posting on social media, and then they get into the world. And then the people freak out when they see them and um, just like want to take pictures with them, but really have no connection to their to what they're about, you know, like, I think, right. I think it can go both both ways and just like that people mm -hmm. want they like them because they're famous, not because they're good at something. And then we try mm -hmm. to put out what we're, you know, what the positive vibes and the music and this and this and this. But then sometimes like it gets brushed over. So I feel like there's a you feel pressure to want to do more or like be more organized or post more. But then you do that and you don't get the recognition and then you get frustrated with it and then you post more and then maybe you get rewarded for doing something stupid and then you end up going down this path of like, I'm going <laughs> to do this stupid stuff or like, I'm going to show my butt or I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I don't know how you cut through yeah, the noise because I mean, there's so to, much. To, to Nick's point, I mean, I would say that like, you know, it's so easy to take that like shortcut on social media success. And I think that's that's really like, you know, what, what Alexa was saying about there's a lot of like bad role models out there. There are truly like way more bad role models on the saxophone than are in this conversation. Like we all here on the saxophone are you guys are phenomenal players and like, uh, you know, or all, all the instruments. But but specifically, you know, like there's some really great saxophone players here that I, that I admire. And, you know, it's like if we were to put more of ourselves out there, it would actually benefit the community for, for certain people. They can actually reel it back in that, are, that are, that are out there trying, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people out there with hundreds of thousands of followers that are, you know, maybe in the same instrument or, you know, other instruments that they're much better at, at, at the business and marketing themselves than they're, that, that they are at actually playing. And so like, what's worse you know, Alexa Tarantino, like, you know, going and putting herself out there or like another dude having like 700,000 followers that can hardly even play a G minor scale. Like that's so that's that's the thing that I think is the, is the cut is the is the other side of social media that we haven't talked about is that it could be super easy to get followers, especially if you're just good at that business. And that's the dark side, you know, so everybody here, if you put yourself out there more. I guarantee you the community would be benefiting, but not everybody I can say that about. Right. So, um, I mean, it's a harsh reality to stomach, but for, for the majority of us, we're outnumbered by people who are actually much worse at their instrument that are much better at social media than us. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're just, it's just like a, a fact there are a lot more smarter people than there are a lot less smarter people than there are not smart people. You know, that's, you know, and I, I feel like like a lot like why does Kim Kardashian have so many followers? Like she doesn't do anything, or she's not. You know what I mean? Like there was that whole reality TV generation that got super famous, but like, what do they do? But now, you know, they're, you know, it doesn't matter what they do. Like they own companies and stuff like that, but it, it really doesn't know, matter. You're but right. It I mean, does it matter? You can't play it, a yeah. G minor scale if it makes someone happy the way you play it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess, I guess it doesn't matter. It, the content 
you know, if it's relevant to somebody, it doesn't matter. Cause that's, that, that's getting back to the authentic thing. Like there's a reason why certain people have a lot of followers that maybe don't have the chops as like, you know, the Anderson brothers do, you know what I mean? And, and the reason behind it is because, Oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you know, but you guys know what I'm saying. Like it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't necessarily equate to like ability to, to followers or likes or whatever. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, if, if, if they went about let's, let's say like, let's bring it back to what Austin was saying before. Let's say if, 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 you know, let's say if, if the Anderson brothers adopted whatever, you know, Austin, you know, had to, to, to create content and they started posting five times a day. I wouldn't actually mind that. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't mind seeing more great saxophone online. I actually like seeing great saxophone players play online. You know what I mean? Like I get excited when like Joshua Redman like drops like an Instagram video and I'm like, Oh my God, like this is dope. Like I really can't wait till he does this again. You know, like, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like, everybody has like a fine line to where they get excited about. Like, so there are people out there, my followers that, that like me or whatever and interact with me that they get excited. Just like I get excited about Joshua Redmond. You know what I mean? And like, and so I guess it's like this, like, it's like everybody has their own interests and everybody can tune out what they don't like and tune into what they do like. And it's just like basically a radio broadcast that never stops. And that's the way I look at it. It's just a radio broadcast. You can tune out as much as you want. You can tune in as much as you want. And there's all these different things to create content for it. And it's just like, yeah, it's your own entertainment. Network. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, just to piggyback on that, I think, um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's always a good and a bad with everything. And, you know, if you, if you want to make the argument that social media lets kind of like silly people get famous, you can make the equal argument that, someone who's really talented who wouldn't break in to getting famous like in in yesterday's world like now has the ability to do that totally um, is the goal and, getting famous is that is that the goal though because that's been said multiple times no well, i don't i don't think the well, goal is I'm, to get famous yeah. i think the goal is just to develop a an an audience that you can 100% connect with no matter what the number doesn't matter. I don't think, you know, well, social media is just a game. Little, right? It's just like a giant game. Like if you can figure out how to play the game to get more followers, then you figure that out. But have you necessarily built an audience? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's more about engagement than numbers. And I think that's, exactly. that's the misconception about it is that like, is that like if you have like 2000 followers, and like you're getting like a lot of response and not only you're getting a lot of response, but you're moving products or you're doing whatever you're doing. Nobody can say like, Hey, you need more followers in order to be successful or famous or whatever. Like that's just like, it's up to everybody to, to make their determinations on what number is their satisfactory number. For me, I, I never even really expected that this social media thing would be as important, but I always invested in it. I always invested time in it. And like, yeah, I, the number that I'm at is much higher than I, you know, would have thought, especially on Instagram, you know, that I would have reached, but it's not really about that for me, especially now it's more about how can I like engage these people, you know, like they spent their time, like, you know, following me and seeing all these posts, like, how can I, 
how can I engage them and not only engage them uh, at this point, especially, you know, for for, you know, pure entertainment purposes, but also for cultural impact and also for, uh, you know, in these times, especially in monetization of, of my products or my time, you know, and that's just the, the cold stone truth is that is that it's about engagement and, you know, like chat and, and the jazz, the jazz lesson, jazz video, lesson, jazz lesson videos, correct? Yeah, jazz lesson videos. Those those things, you know, you guys are you guys are constantly putting out out stuff, and that's influencing people, and that's great because you're it's that's the engagement I'm talking about is not is not so so much like you know the numbers, but like what you're doing with the content. You know, if you're helping people practice, that's engagement. If there's if they're buying product from you, that's engagement. You know, if they're sharing your video, that's engagement. So. I mean, yeah, there's a line, you know, we can always say like, yeah, I, I hate social media. And, th and there's days that I say that too. You know, there are days that I'm just like, wow, why am I even doing this? This is so dark and bizarre. And like, especially like there was one time I got in a live stream and somebody dropped a really bad racial slur in their official question to me. And it, the, way it, it, the way it really affected me was so unhealthy because it was like, wow, like, it really shocked me and it was really, really unhealthy. And I've gotten some different, um, you know, either messages or weird things that have really, really like affected me emotionally. And I'm like, how am I letting this affect me? I don't even know this person. You know what I mean? But that's truly like, like when you, when you're, when you're, uh, you know, somebody that's putting yourself out there, you're going to get some weird shit back too. And so there is some dark energy with the online thing. And I, I think something that's really important to make mention of is that it's not all, you know, guns, you know, place guns and roses. It's not all it's not all days of wine and roses. It's it's also um, it's also some real real. I see some real ugliness, you know, and I and I try I try to keep I try to keep that energy, you know, contained and especially like internalized. Like I try not to, you know call people out and shit but i I've, I've definitely been through a lot of like weird things like privately online that have not been so fun so you know it's like you get you get the good with the bad just like in life you know you get the good with the bad you know most of my interactions to be honest with you are very positive you know but some of them are like really shockingly weird you know um so anyway right <laughs> yeah also just to like comment just for a second on um like the whole like virtue signaling thing on, on social media. Cause like obviously sometimes that can feel weird and, and like seem toxic, but I think like it can be, if you see it in a more, hu like if you kind of see it with humor, it, it kind of like makes it, it, and cause I think a lot of this stuff, we don't want to let it affect us. And like, I, I was just thinking about curb your enthusiasm, Larry David, there's a, there's yeah. an episode where, they have this big meeting for a museum and all the top donors are listed like in order with their name <laughs> yeah. and everything they, everything that like they're donated a million dollars, $2 million. So Larry David makes a donation. I think this is how it goes, but he wants to be listed as anonymous, but then he wants everyone to know that he's the anonymous one. So he wants everyone to know that he donated, <laughs> but doesn't want, people to know that he's being braggadocious about it i think exactly. there's it seems it sounds strange but i think there's some truth in that that like we're all kind of trying to play our own angle and there's like a beauty in that instead of trying to get like jealous or something 
Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if someone's coming across from a, a jealous point of view, I mean, it's it's uh, it's out of that like generally resentment, or they want to be that thing. You know, it's it generally doesn't hold very much weight. And the people who are successful and want you to be successful, you know, those are the people you want around you, anyways. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So I mean, just like in life, yeah. I mean, you you like the crew that you roll with in life can be reflected on like on like online or it can be not it, you can you can reflect whatever you want onto the internet that's that's the truth is that is that to some and extent it's there you're forever. right yeah and to and to and <laughs> to some extent you're right that there is sort of a, a facade because it's like the facade is that it's whatever is really recorded or whatever's photographed that makes it onto onto people's minds that you are that perspective that you that you come from that perspective you know, for that, it's for that. Yeah, there is a facade to the whole psychology of it. But, you know, the authenticity has to shine through the facade. And I think that's the most important thing to take away from this is that is that who you are authentically, regardless of the camera or regardless of the recording studio is shining through not only your artistry, but also your your social media personality and who you portray to your audience. So whether that facade you know, cuts off who you really are or allows it through is really the challenge, I think. Of course. So I think the question is kind of like, where do we go from here? And how do we how do we balance it not only as individuals, but as like a community of, you know, imp improvising jazz musicians or whatever, however you want to call yourself, musicians in general? Like what's how do we or what do you guys all think you all think we should do to keep the positivity of what we're doing, especially now, but also being able to get people interested and also just being real. Like, so where, where do you guys think we go from here? I think one thing I'd like to see more of is people promoting other people. Hmm. I see yeah, very, sure. I feel, I see very little of that, I think, you know, and it's, and it comes down to the, you know, the jealousy thing or whatever, but like, I think it'd be great to see more of that. Yeah. I think it would be great if you promoted me. On, on social media, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna. But you know, we all laugh. But like, that'd be great if, like, you know, someone who we really respect say, "Oh man, I just checked out so and so's new record." Like, oh, it's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, who makes a post like that? Like, I maybe I see it in a story or something like that. But I can tell you the last time I saw a post of something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like we're all just clawing our way up to the top and kicking anyone down in our way sometimes. You know? yeah, Isn't that what totally. you're supposed to do, man? The, what? <laughs> <laughs> warrior Nick Fenzer, just warrior. warrior. I love it. <laughs> American social media ninja. Yeah. Social media ninja. Well, um, what about Alexa? I, I'm interested to hear what do you think? Where should we go from uh, here? Well, I like it. I like for my feed to look pretty. So I don't really, I, I, I'm sorry about this, but um, I may not be posting about other people's records on my feed. And that's not because I don't support them. I will certainly do a story, but I really love um, pictures that I take when I travel places. So to offset my saxophone and jazz posts I try to throw in a little bit of just like you know a little breath of fresh air a little Italy beach every now and then like nobody can say no to that you know nobody doesn't nobody like nobody can say no the sunset like you know just try to put those I like to do a little bit of that Nick um, hates sunset 
I don't know. I don't, I actually don't agree that it's all like people knocking each other down, but I also don't engage at all. Like I, I, I will read, I will read the comments on my thing and try to engage with people that I see that like, you know, actually like asked a question or something or otherwise I'll like any positive things, but I just, I just don't engage. I honestly don't scroll and I feel bad sometimes because that means I don't know who's putting out new records. I don't know who's doing what I often am not checking out new music, but I'm actually okay with it because, um, I'll, you know, I'll, I will always support my friends. I will always support, you know, people like I, I, I seek out the people that I know, like if I know that, I don't know, like Dick Oates is putting out a new record, like I'm going for that. If I like, I will find yeah. out about that. You know what I mean? But I, I might not necessarily know who's in like the top 10 jazz iTunes section or whatever that is. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, yeah, I just try not to engage. And I think people spend so much time making those long Facebook statuses about what they ate for breakfast and it's just too much. <laughs> so I just like, I really try to keep my life pretty private, like somewhat private. So I guess I, I don't, I don't engage on that side of things. Um, I would just, I, I would say that my biggest concern in terms of social media is that whenever I go to give a masterclass or I go to give a lecture or whatever, students are always asking me how they can get gigs and how they can like make it. And they ask like what they should be doing on social media, how much they should be posting. And I'm like, that's not how you should be doing this. Like, right, right. you know, that's students, not how you did it. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I imagine, and maybe, I mean, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe that is how it's happening right now. I don't think so. But so I, I, I imagine that there are students that are watching because Nick has such like uh, such a large platform of students. So just to address that question that I, that I get asked so often, I don't know about you guys, um, I just like tried, I know it's a little bit sappy, but I just try to say like, keep it on, keep the focus on the music, like don't engage on what's uh, like, you know, all that other stuff, like stick to your inner voice and what you think is like the most genuine. Um, because I hope, hopefully at the end of the day, that's what the audiences will respond to most. Totally. Yeah, for sure. With whatever's authentic, just like we have said a bunch of times already on the stream. But uh, I'm curious, you know, Austin, kind of with the different types of stuff that you guys have been putting out, what has seemed to be, as it, or has there seemed to be any like particular um, trends or any particular like types of things that seem to be doing better or worse for building particularly? Uh, for building your own social media following or just as, you know, things that ha people have reacted to the most over like yeah, okay. the most recent are, amount of time. Those are the different questions. So uh, the second part, the thing that's okay. Good. Yeah. Well, actually, one thing that I noticed that I just put out a couple of days ago, maybe was uh, like a little animated post of just like explaining how to go. I mean, it it was really promoting a package that um, we created, but I mean, that's certainly the intention is to, is to sell that product, right? With any post, but um, specifically for jazz lesson videos. Mm -hmm. um, but the coolest thing that just happened was the m one post that got the most engagement was just like a little animated, um, th you know, thing explaining a 251 and how to go outside over the five and it was like the most educational thing I think we've ever put out. I spent a little bit of time putting it together, but it featured nobody's face, it featured nothing. It was like strictly educational 
and was one of the best posts that we've ever had. So, um, so they I've, don't want to see y'all. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but I, th- I thought that that was so cool because that's that's like the overall goal is to educate um on this on this front like you hear a sound on a record and this is it transcribed and then this was just you know a post kind of with a voiceover explaining it and it got the most engagement that i've ever seen on on one of our uh on one of our posts and i just thought that that meant a lot to me because i put a lot of time into making the video but just that people consumed it in that way and had questions about it and you know, then went to go check out other things that that meant a lot. But I mean, yeah, I th- I think constantly experimenting is is the biggest thing. So like, I mean, yeah, you can stick to your schedule of, of things. But, you know, speaking to Augie's thing, how much do we want to see that? You know, like if you do a full year of posting the same exact schedule, like, you know, all right, sure. on Monday, I'm going to see a guitar post. Like, I'm sick of that. Like constantly experiment. But I think the most important thing with experimenting is to have fun. And that specific yeah. post was a lot of fun to to see people react to. And, you know, that that's kind of just very cool to see. And, and that, what, like, warmed my heart instead of, you know, check out this thing to go buy this product. So right. I think I'm going to be – I did post, like, a little – a couple more of those. But, um, you know, now that the audience has seen that first one, of course, everything is going to go down a little bit. So now I'm curious as to what I can take away from that one post and then, you know, use it. Like, what did people actually react with in that post? And then I'm going to reverse it, like reverse engineer why people reacted with it and then go try to create something new. Because that's where my fun is, is actually just creating and whether that's through playing, through recording, through video editing, through pho- photography, like all of those are passion. All of those things are like passions of mine. So whatever I can do to be doing that all the time is, you know, what's important to me. And that post was just, you know, one example that I saw recently. Yeah, I think cool. I think the important thing to that I take away from all the conversations I've ever been involved with about this topic is just that you have to remember, especially for young students, too, is that it's a tool. It's, that's all that it is. It's a tool for mm-hmm. connecting or whatever, building your business or connecting with audience or getting students or whatever it is. But you, as long as you keep it, for me at least, keeping it in mind that it is a tool and I need to make it do the thing that I want it to do. Exactly. It's uh, it, it makes it easier to put it down and put the scarf around it and shove it on the shelf when it's time to go. And um, that's at least how I've always looked at it. And so you can point it in all these directions like you're all saying, like, at getting students at like, you know, your personal stuff and sharing with the world and all the things. But I, I just want to try to wrap up here. I don't want to take too much advantage of your time. I really appreciate everybody being here tonight to express these things. And I know it's kind of like a no, no finality to this conversation really, but Oh, I just, never. I just hope that we'll never we'll never have an answer to any of this. Right. So <laughs> I just I hope that, you know, if there are musicians who are thinking about this and getting frustrated, that they'll just kind of view it like what it, what it is and that it's a tool and you can approach it in a lot of different ways, because all of us on here are doing this in a very different way and uh, having success in different ways doing it, too. So I'd love to go around one more time and everybody can um, say anything that they didn't get to say yet uh, that they want to they want to you know, leave people with and where we can connect with you. And if you have anything that you've been working on that people should check out. So uh, let's start, let's start with Augie. 
Uh, yeah, had a great time talking. Definitely, uh, you know, super engaging conversations and things to think about. Always fun to do that. Uh, you can follow me at all these people's Instagram that are in the room today because I'm promoting other people. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you really should. You really should. Go. Uh, but yeah, uh, just Augie Haas or whatever. Uh, would love to connect. But uh, thanks, Nick, for putting this together. Really enjoyed it. And thanks for all the great content and you know, all the great things you're doing for, for jazz and music and teaching and everything. Cause I know it is, I truly do know it is a lot of work. All you cats. Here, here. I'm going oh. to try to throw up everybody's yeah. handle. I'm trying to get good at this, uh, live streaming thing, but it's <laughs> quite a, quite a undertaking. You have to have like eight, eight tentacles. I know. To I'm like typing and like <laughs> moving. I need like 17 screens. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, okay, Peter. Where, where are you throwing things up? Where do they go? I don't know. Well, you're not going to see them, but if you're watching oh, on okay. Facebook or YouTube, you look at me. See if my computer was dying, I'm a mess. I'm a tech mess. That's okay. It's all right. Well, More screens. So many screens. Uh, let's hear from uh, from from Will. So I'm not going to forget Will again. Good. Um, no, I just want to thank everyone for being here, and um, I feel like I'm learning more and more every day about all this stuff, and. Uh, particularly kind of inspired by everything that Austin had to say. I think um, the uh, Jazz Lesson Videos website and business and, and Chad LB, it's pretty inspiring. Um, uh, not to take away from any, anyone else, but um, it's pretty awesome to see. So I'm, I'm going to keep learning from, uh, from all of you. So thanks. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Sure. And Pete, I'm gonna, yeah, I got you guys Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what everyone else said. Um, <laughs> uh, the only thing I want to add that I mentioned earlier is that, like, even though you know we're on our computers and we're looking at like numbers and analytics all the time, social media is still a grassroots, um, you know, method of connecting with people. And you know, um, along with what Danny said, I mean, if you've got a hundred followers or a hundred subscribers, if those people really believe in you and you spend time to like answer their emails and their comments and their posts that can mean more than like a hundred thousand followers that kind of just see you as, as, as a face or whatever. So, um, that's just a reminder to everyone out there who's, you know, using social media, you really got to treat it like everyone who follows you is like they're a friend and, um, they're, they're a patron. Um, so yeah, I, I see this whole movement as, as really positive and really helpful to all artists if you just view it in that light. For sure. Totally. Uh, Alexa? Hi again. Um, here I am just a little bit less, well, not so well lit because I had to unplug the light for my computer charger. It's going well, great over yeah, here I in quarantine. And Stephen even had a nice message for you. He says great lighting. Yeah. <laughs> nice real nice five key real nice all right anyway um it was nice to see you all it makes me happy to see friends even though you're just in little bubbles here um anybody that wants to see my pictures of sunsets can find me on alexa tarantino and um yeah that's where i'm at and i'm i do have a new record coming out in a couple of weeks and it's available for pre-order so i am happy about that and i will say that and nice. that's everything nice excellent and danny um it's been really awesome to also bounce ideas and um hear your ideas on this on this call thank you nick for arranging it 
Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and um, yeah, I've learned a lot of a lot about your all different perspectives, and and I, I value that everybody like is coming from like their own like again authenticity because like even if like not to single you out, Augie, but like <laughs> you're fine. You represent you represent like a lot of people's perspective on social media. So like I'm not discrediting that at all. I think honestly, like I think it is whatever you make of it. You know what I mean? And that's and that's and that's the point is that is if is if you make too much of it you know if it's too if it becomes too important to you whether you're on the poster side or the postee side then you then you're in a losing battle to to try to you know get back a piece of your soul you know what i mean it's it's about it's about maintaining your integrity whether you're on the audience side or you're on the the content creator side and i think that's that's the last thing i would leave uh, in this conversation is that is that there's this there's two it's a two-way responsibility it's a two-way street and so that i think my success and and thank you for the shout out uh peter correct or pete yep. um yeah. um thank you for the shout out on that is that is that it's true it's like it's like interactions whether they be online or in person interactions can be meaningful whether they're words or they're face to face or whatever even if they're on a screen and i think you know that's that is the good part of social media is are, are the interactions that help people grow and that help people connect the dots in their own uh, musicality. And I think, you know, uh, there's no, there's no discrediting that I can do to anybody, especially the people on this, on this, um, on this chat. And, and, and Nick, you, you work really hard to create a community. And um, I think that's exemplary. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot, of, it's, it's a lot of work. I know from just my community, which is much smaller than yours being, you know, somebody that owns a record label and operates a record label. So uh, I commend you for being able to uh, move those kind of pieces around because I, I don't know if I could, you know, truly. I don't know if anybody here could, you know, so that that's something Word. very special that you're doing, you know, um, that is dope. That's dope. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Danny. Nick. And, and again, I'm Danny Janklo and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that I was here. Thank you guys. Excellent. And Austin? Yeah. Um, I think the, the most important thing, and I don't know if we, I think we kind of touched on it just a little bit. Um, everybody kind of touched on this, but the way that I see social media is an opportunity to have an idea and finish it. And like to use social media as a tool, like Nick said, you know, one thing that I'm doing is I wanted to start I wanted to know how to write songs. So what I'm doing is interviewing people that have written songs, you know, and what I want to do is offer that to other people that are in the same position that I am. And I'm going to use it as a tool to post that. And, you know, hopefully somebody else will, will benefit from that. But I mean, the main thing I want all the students that are viewing is to, you know, just take away that if you have an idea, you can totally execute on it and it's it's up to you, but like using social media as a place for you to, you know, kind of like use it as a deadline and a place for you to put up your work so that other people can enjoy it and share it. I think that that is, is like the biggest thing that students should be taking away from this. And, you know, the numbers don't really matter, but if, you know, one person comments, that's dope, you know, or love this thing, you know, that warms my heart and that's all I need at the end of the day. I don't need, you know, 105,000 followers to, you know, buy a product. That's like, make no mistake. My personal Instagram is, 
I post like once a month and there's a reason for that because I spend time posting on large accounts and, um, you know, I get paid to do that. So Mm -hmm. if, you know, that's my job. So I'm doing that because I get paid to do it. It's not because I have, you know, like an undying passion for it. It's, it's a job. So my personal account reflects how I feel personally <laughs> about social media. So um, that's just one takeaway that I think students should, you know, investigate and, and understand how you view it and how you're going to use it or if you're not going to use it. And right. that's the final point that I want to offer. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you. All of you very, very much. I really appreciate you being here. I know um, it's, a, it's a valuable conversation to have. So I'll let you go. I'll let you uh, finish your drinks, get in a refill. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week with another round of the happy hour chats. So tune back in and we'll have a new topic and a new panel here. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. And I will see you thanks, soon. Thanks, thanks. Thank see you. Guys. Thanks, Nick. Bye, Nick. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.